Welcome Australia. It's that time again for another podcast from the Mate Team, where we try and get into your head with stuff that makes us sound smart. Sit back and relax. It's time for us to be mates. Hi Australia. Welcome again for another podcast from the Mate Team. I'm Faz and here in the room as usual we've got Dom and Bosco. Boys, how are you doing today? Good, good. Good, mate. Awesome. Good to see you again. Um, Today's episode. um, In today's episode, we are talking to a new business that has been built completely during the COVID time. Uh, We at Mate feel it's more important than ever to support local businesses in this beautiful country of ours. And Mate is a locally grown business as well in Australia. Uh, a lot of small businesses have taken a massive hit and I think everybody in their local area have seen their ca- local cafes and local bars close down and they've all taken a massive hit during this COVID time. Um, and I think it's our obligation as people, as residents of this beautiful country, to try and give back as much as we can to small businesses in this country, which are the livelihood of everything that we do. Um, today we're talking to a company called I Buy Local iBuyLocal is delivering a great way for Aussies to start supporting these businesses more and more and in ways that benefit not only the business themselves but also the consumer. Uh, Today we're going to have on Scott. Scott is the founder and the creator of iBuyLocal. Scott, welcome. Uh, Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you having me today. Uh, Awesome. So, Scott, um, obviously a lot of our audience will be the first time they're hearing from you. Tell us a bit about you and your career to date and then you can maybe tell us a bit about how iBuyLocal came about. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, we, I run a couple of businesses with some co-founders. One's in artificial intelligence and the other one's in digital performance marketing. But I've had a career across um, consumer goods, digital marketplaces. So I used to be the managing director and CEO of iSelect, uh, where I first met yourself, Mark, yep. 20 Central Fox. And, and all the way back many years ago, I started in retail. So I've had, always had a career expanding retail, consumer goods, uh, and really products that customers customers and to your question around how did i buy local come about we're in amplifier which is the digital marketing company we have we were dealing with a lot of clients who as they faced into COVID 19 were scrambling to respond to changing customer demand so a lot of people were being forced to go online start to shop online use e-commerce sites and a lot of companies weren't ready you know i think it's something like over 50 percent of small businesses don't even have a website um, and so as we were starting to talk to these clients and, and trying to figure out how can we help, it dawned on us that actually this problem is not just the couple of clients we're dealing with. There's a problem in all local businesses where they don't really know their customers. So, I, you know, I, I walked up to our local cafe um, just up the road from us and they, you know, most of their trade was sit down meals, breakfast, lunches. Um, and I was talking to the team there and they, because they, they started baking bread every day. And I said, this is awesome. So we'll come up, support local. We'll go and buy a loaf of bread every day instead of one from the supermarket. And I said to them, but how are you telling everybody about the fact that you've switched now and you can buy bread from you? And they said, we actually don't know because all of our customers are walking. So they actually haven't got a CRM system. They don't have their email address. Um, and, and they weren't even connected on social media. You know, so they weren't, the customers weren't following. And I, and I guess the other inspiration, a friend of mine operated a microbrewery and restaurant and we were having a, a chat to her about, and again, trying to brainstorm some ideas. How do you manage going from a physical business into a, an online world? 
And during that conversation, they had pivoted really quickly to selling beer online, so takeaway and, and pickup, which was great. Um, but the majority of the revenue came from the restaurant, which was obviously with the restrictions shut down. And so I, I asked a really simple question. I said, well, why aren't you on the global delivery platforms, Uber Eats or, or Deliveroo? And she said, well, look, I actually don't make the amount of margin out of the food that can cover their commission costs because they're usually you know, around that 30, 35% of, of the meal order is what they take in a fee. And, and that that sort of stuck with me. And then, uh, and I guess the last one, we were we were talking to another cafe operator and he said the same thing. He said, I, I just can't afford these delivery platforms. That's where everyone's going. Yeah. I, I don't have the online presence to connect with my customers. I'm sort of stuck, you know, and that, and that was sort of where a lot of these customers. So we, we, we came up with the idea, well, how do we run a, you know, two-sided marketplace. So how do we give the, the tools for, a, for a, I guess, what we, what's become iBuy Local? And I guess describing it, iBuy Local is a, a marketplace for people that want to shop locally, support their local businesses, be that a cafe, restaurant, um, Cairo, physio, electrician, really doesn't matter the industry. We, we've looked at it and said all the local businesses out there are important. And what the idea is, is someone, the, the business gives a, a voucher like a special so they might say all right we'll give you 120 dollars worth of um credit you know voucher an e-voucher and you only pay 100 bucks so you sort of get get cash um the customer gets a deal but the idea behind it is we said well what if the customer could pay that forward because the venues need the the cash flow now so that they can operate their business pay the bills and now that we're starting to reopen really get their business moving again and so we gave the functionality to pay it forward. So we, you can do both as a customer, either pay it forward or um, pay it later when you use the product. Um, but the idea is that way local businesses can connect digitally. They can put an offer on there um, and they can have multiple offers. And then a local customer is, is, is buying that special. So now the, the big difference is we, we're only charging a 5% fee and the, and the merchant credit card fee. So instead of 35%, it's way cheaper for these locals, local businesses to be able to jump on the platform. It, it, what I like about the iBuy Local, and, and I know we'll get into more detail about it, but I mean, cafes and, and restaurants, and if I take them as an example, their expertise is cooking food and, and delivering a service. Their expertise is not marketing potentially, right? And we always say it, mate, that partnering uh, with people that are uh, a partnering with people that are experts in the things that we need are going to allow us to be more successful because then we're not wasting our time burning cash on things that we don't know how to do. And I think that's yeah, what your platform does, right? And I'm sure you guys are seeing it. The the amount of customers now and the amount of people that have moved online, like we've been forced to move online. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was Facebook released a stat that their usage was up over 50%. You know, so the time on those screens and devices during, during COVID-19. And the number of people that had that aha moment, which was, I've placed an order, um, I've had that delivered, and that was really easy. Now, whether that was shopping or you know the local store or supermarket or Amazon, whatever it was, They've gone through that you know, process of um, hang on, I've shifted online, and I think the difficult thing is a lot of small businesses actually don't know how to do that, or it's a you know it's a big step to understand that you can segment and target advertising on Facebook. You can do that through Google, you know, using paid advertising. Um, and I guess that was the skills that we had. So we knew that a lot of these businesses were struggling with that transition. We were we were helping them at Amplifier 
to do paid social media, paid Google advertising, help them build their website. And so we, we said, well, what if we brought all of that together, which is what I Buy Local is. So the idea is we've built the, the, the website, um, but that's a platform where you can go in and you, you search your local postcode and you say, all right, I'm looking for a plumber, right? So it's a, a business type and your local area. Or you might say, actually, I'm gonna travel away this weekend. So I'm gonna go up to the, I don't know, the Grampians yeah. uh, in Victoria but I want to know what locals there and support that local economy. You look post the bushfires, everyone was saying, take an Eskimo and buy from them. It's, it, it, things haven't gotten any easier since yeah. the fires. We've, yeah, we've gone exactly. straight from fires into COVID-19. And so what we've done is built the web, a website that those businesses can register these specials. They, they list their business. We give them the tools to then create a microsite. So they get a mini website as part of that, um, as part of our Local. Then we've built the app so that, Customers can have when they buy a special, they they basically keep that voucher in a digital wallet, yeah. and and that's an iOS or an Android app, and then they redeem it. So you, you might go down to the local pizza shop, redeem your voucher for twenty bucks for the pizza, comes off it, and you've still got a hundred dollars worth of credit in that digital wallet. So the business is then able to transact, so they don't have to go to the cost of having all this, yeah. you know, to develop an app and an ordering app and. A, you know, yeah. at a website, they just join iBuyLock, which is free to join. You know, yeah. again, we've, we've made all the tools available. Um, and then the flip side of that, we and why I called it a two-sided marketplace earlier, is, and like Mate, who, who we're partnering with, we've gone to businesses and said, look, you're really interested in supporting um, these small businesses, local businesses. So what are the types of offers or benefits or hints and tips or things that you can bring to the local business to help them? Because ultimately... There's a lot of big businesses out there that rely and, and you know, trade with local business, you know, whether it's an energy company or a census, one of our other partners. Um, so they want to see the local businesses thrive again. And that was really how we said, well, how do we connect the consumer or the customer, the local customer, the local business, and then some of those big companies that actually want to obviously do business with the, with the smaller medium enterprises. Um, so we, we've really created all the, the technology platforms so that a local business can can look much bigger than what they are. Yeah. You know, I see the future of um, I Buy Local from a B2B perspective. I mean, you could the- theoretically turn yourself into a bit of a buying group to help these little businesses as well. Where, whereas if you've got all these little businesses that are signed up to your platform, then you can go out to the electricity companies, you can go out to talkos like us and, and ask for a special deal if everybody signs up or something like that. And so you can, not only are you, you delivering customers to these businesses in a, in a very effective way, but you also can go to the point where you're delivering value to these consumers through the, the things they need every day, like their utilities and all these different things as well. And I see that that, that, that as the, you know, there's plenty, I'm sure you've got so many different evolutions to this and ideas and, I just think it's got so much, so many legs for that type of platform. That makes sense. Yeah, and that, I guess that's how we're seeing. You know, because th- these things aren't free to run. You know, they're they're expensive to develop. And our that we've put all of our money and our time. I guess why we were locked down in um, <laughs> COVID nineteen with the Amplify team and our developers. We we went and invested in the website and building the apps and the infrastructure. And we looked at it and said, how do we keep the fee to the local business as low as possible? And so we decided that, look, if we can monetize, be that through advertising or, or deals on the other side, so we can run the business um, and a large business, but we can use that collective buying as you described it. So we can go to a company like Mate. So look, uh, and when you, when you think about the numbers, like the numbers in small and medium enterprise are enormous. There's 
over 7 million people are employed through local small and medium businesses. Like that's an enormous amount of every, every working Australian. And it's, it's estimated to deliver 54% of our gross domestic products. So all of the business that's done in Australia, the money that the country's making. So although, um, you know, international tourism's, you know, not happening at the moment, the, the fact that local domestic tourism employs something like one in 13 Australians, you know, it's like 97% of businesses by number, by count, are local businesses. You know, so the, the, this is not a, a small sector of our of our economy. This is not um, something that, you know, it's easy to forget, but those high street shops, the little butcher, you know, the beauty therapist, the electrician, the plumber, they're, they all employ the majority of Australians. They give all of our kids jobs. They keep the money in the local community. They're the ones that support the local sporting clubs, you know, so without them, the fabric of our community doesn't operate. And we, and we don't think enough in that way, right? I don't think that's pointed out enough to what you've just pointed out is, you know, even in my mind, it's not pointed out enough to the everyday person to understand that. No, it's, yeah. and it's a shame because we, we think, you know, and you look at the press, they're yeah. picking up the big employers, the big banks, the big supermarkets and, and natural because there's you know, hundreds of, of course, thousands yeah. of people employed by them and they're, they're high profile. But they forget the fashion retailer who employs two staff and a casual. You know, and that, and for them, that's that's their whole career. That's all the money they they're supporting, and they're they're making a living. But there's millions of them. You know, there's a couple of million of those businesses, all employing, spending money locally, and and if you look at, there's been lots of research shown that if money's kept locally, um, as opposed to even a national chain. So forget, you know, it's, the money's going overseas, and there's lots of companies, and you know, we're seeing a big trend towards buy Australia, create in Australia. You know, not have the, the the money or the tax dollars go overseas. All of these little businesses pay tax. You know, they, they're not they haven't got offshore tax arrangements where they're paying zero tax. Um, they they they're having to stump up the money, and that's that's paying for our roads, our hospitals, <laughs> the schools. You know, so not only are they supporting all the local components of our our kids' jobs, you know, jobs for for the community, and all the things we do they're ultimately the ones that end up funding a lot of the, the national investment, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah, sophisticated structures. And you say that obviously local businesses supporting local, other local businesses, but often they're family businesses as well that, you know, and not till COVID time we've seen that the, the two or three staff that they might employ are the husband and wife and the kid and the, the sister or brother-in-law and that's now whole families that are losing their income overnight unless they've sort of adapted and moved forward. Yeah, they are. And, and it's really tough because often these small businesses and, and people forget the owners might not be drawing a salary, yeah. you know, so they, yeah. they, they're covering the cost of goods, the, the stuff they're buying or selling, covering the staff labour. And to, to your point, the decisions to shut down or, or, or put lay staff off over this period, they were often, if they're not family, they were friends. So yeah. even they've, they've often been there employed with them for a long time, you know, and we were talking to one of the iBuy local partners and the staff have been with them for 15 years. This, this is not a, you know, a short-term casual job. Um, you know, when you go and see somebody for 15 years every day in, day out, you've got a relationship with them. So all of a sudden you're now faced with a, I can't meet my cash flow. You know, we don't have the bit, or the government's come in and said, I'm sorry, gym operator, um, you have to shut down completely. You can't do any form of trading. 
um, here's some JobKeeper to, you know, hopefully cover the bills. But it, it's been a pretty tough situation for local businesses and, and not there's not one industry that hasn't been impacted or touched. Um, you know, some are doing better because they were set up more for e-commerce or their businesses are, you know, in demand. You look at food, retailing and takeaway. But the vast majority of these businesses have, have really struggled. So, and that and that's why, look, we from the original idea to... Um, in market, we only launched last Monday. Uh, it was six weeks, so we we felt it was really, really important to turn around the site and help bit local businesses and then customers find and spend with those local businesses as soon as we could when we started to reopen. You know, because this this journey is a good year or two um, before the economy is back and we've got full employment again. And you know, it's this is not a a couple of weeks thing. We're we're in in this for the long haul. So. But we felt it was super important to get get everything up and running the the first day we could. So we, we started exactly when on the first of July, when all the businesses could start to reopen again. I think yeah, and I think what's really interesting about this concept is although it was created as you said uh, as part of the actual COVID situation, that it's probably a long term thing. I mean, Mark, you mentioned that um, before that a lot of these businesses. Um, don't have the expertise, but I think they also don't have the time. When you're running, when you're running your own business, as you know, most of you know, um, spare time is <laughs> at a minimum or, or not available. So not only do they not have the expertise, but they also don't have time. And they, that the only time they have is spent running the business. They they can't think about other things like marketing or e-commerce, etc. So um, even when we come out of the COVID period, I see this as a a, a wonderful concept. Um, longer term um, to keep um, or to give these businesses opportunities to, to you know, um, I guess, get into e-commerce, make sure their marketing is up to scratch or, for example, that where they can't do it, then you guys obviously can come in and help them there. So, Yeah, and the, I couldn't agree more, Ross. And I think the when you look at small businesses, you know, that they're, they're often working six or seven days a week. Yep. You know, they don't have the big infrastructures of corporates. Um, and to do something simple, like, so, say, for example, right, I'm going to create an ad for my business and I'm going to promote that in my cafe. Let's use that cafe example. I'm going to promote the fact that I'm now selling bread and I want to target that in a 10-kilometer radius of my cafe. That's really easy to do in through Facebook. The tools are there. Um, you have to know how to create ads. You have to know how to optimize that. You have to know what, how much to spend, how to do the geo-targeting. And although a relatively simple task, you're going to spend hours on it researching and going through all the tips from Facebook on how to do it. And it's to your point, when do they have time? You know, I've got to get ready for the orders. It's Sunday night. I've got to place the orders for the grocer for tomorrow. Um, and, and so that's where we see the opportunity for other businesses. So, you know, use Amplifier in that example, where we do digital social media for other companies. We're in the marketplace for iBuy Local on the other side as a service provider so that local businesses can find all the services that they need to help them run their business better. And if you look at the forums on, you know, be it through Facebook or other online forums where um, small business owners turn to ask questions, they're always, I need an accountant. I need this advice. I need tax advice. How did you guys do that? Who's the best web operator? It's the networking groups and they're out there and they have thousands and thousands of members they're always how do i run my business better or i'm trying to solve a problem i just don't know the answer and i'm, I'm struggling to find the way to, to to get it and i guess that's where we saw the opportunity then to help 
bring all those in the, in the marketplace providers to local businesses, how can we help them be better? How can we bring those providers that want to help support local businesses and connect them just like we're connecting on the other side with the customer to their local, local business? I see one example that I see this being a massive benefit. Um, and so where I live in Gregory Hills, there's a, a brand new shopping centre and the guy, John, there opened a news, news agency, you know, the old school news agency. And this guy is old school, has been in the game in that type of environment for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And, um, and he has no online presence whatsoever. All right? Now, I think it was... Um, I think it was Australia Day and or for Australia Day where you buy the paper and you get a free flag or something like that. And, and what happened? He got delivered, I think, five boxes of flags versus one. So he could uh, so he had a he could have told his, his the the local audience say hey come and buy the paper from me and get five flags instead of one that you would from anywhere else and he had no platform to tell anybody all right and p- unless they were walking past his store right and th- I know it's a very basic example but I mean with I buy local he can do things like that he can you know you can build your you can bu- you have your own sort of site on the, on the page as well people can physically find you uh, and then during the COVID time he had no way to communicate to his to his audience about what was available if he was open can people still come and get a birthday card or get a paper all these different things and and you know he's not a social facebook person he's not you know he doesn't do any of that stuff but on the i buy um local platform he could literally his audience that that platform brings the audience to him Uh, does that make sense scott i think that's that's the benefit right it it, you're absolutely right mark i think you know you look at and, and when we talk to you know friends and family about the idea as we've gone through you know, there's those businesses that you just want to support. You know, yeah. it's the local hairdresser, the local bakery you go to, the cafe that you're always drop into. So even if you think in your local area, like like your example, yeah. the news agent, it's someone that you visit regularly and you want to help them out in this yeah. time. You, you know, you want to see them thrive again. You don't want to see them shut down and have an empty shop in your street because that impacts the community, that impacts house yeah. prices. You know, the, the whole fabric starts to, to undo. And, and I guess for us, that's why... We made it really simple where you register your business. We ask you about, you know, Facebook or Instagram accounts. You, we go through and talk about hours of trade, um, what type of facilities you have. So it doesn't matter the industry. You can you can populate that and it's like a directory where everyone can find all that information easily. And then, you know, we, we worked through with a couple of the cafes that are, that are jumping on board and said, look, you, you know, you might do um, now, you know, buy 10 coffees, get one free. Um, but someone might be willing to buy a hundred and do that voucher now if they're going to get 20 free, you know, cause they're going to go, well, I go there every day anyway, actually I'm going to use it. I'm really happy to do that today. So you, so, but, and that helps the, the cafe cause all of a sudden they've got that, you know, 300 bucks worth of cash straight in their pocket, you know, and that can help them run their business and reestablish or start a marketing campaign to grow their company. And I think that's why we tried to make it really simple to onboard but then give them the flexibility to start to use some of these tools to, to list their business online, to help them advertise it, to run. And we're not limiting, you know, number of promotions they can run. So it's more about, you know, then, then jumping on and trying different stuff, but we want to help it help little businesses to be able to connect with their local community and whether that's local community or the example I gave earlier, tourism, you know, people traveling because everyone's happy to spend locally when you, when you're spending the tourist dollar domestically and that's critical you know like i said before it employs one in 13 australians i mean the tourism industry domestically yeah. is has been has been hurting yeah. um, following fires and now COVID. 
Um, so they're, they're desperate for getting people to travel again. So, Scott, pretty um, pretty aggressive timeline from idea to launch. Um, what was the conversations with the team? What, what, how did the product evolve, I guess, as, it, as it's gone? What's, what's still to come, I guess? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, lots um, is, is the short answer. We, we set out, and, and I guess it was different because when you've got a purpose and you go, you know what, this is the right thing to do and you're seeing all these businesses who – in theory, there's there's alternatives out there. So, right, like, like I touched on before, the global delivery platforms, they're a great alternative, really easy to use, and, and everyone's jumped on board and ordered a, a Friday night meal. But people don't realise that the, the couple of dollars that goes to the delivery driver, everyone thinks that's the fee that's getting paid. They miss the fact that there's 30% of the, you know, 50 bucks to 100 bucks you just spent on the meal that goes back to those platforms and then, you know, not paying tax off, offshore, the money goes. So that money's, you know, basically all the margin for the, the venue is gone. And so from our perspective, it was to, to answer your question, Dom, it was really easy to go, well, you know, how do we do something? We've got the skills and capability. Mm. We're a local business ourselves. How do we help others? And COVID, you know, we're all sitting around not being able to go anywhere. So <laughs> in a lot of ways it was, um, hey, great time to do it. Um, but when we looked at it, we said, look, to do this, I guess it was a, what you call an MVP. So what's the minimum viable product? How do, how do we get out something that's functional? Um, you know, we pushed ourselves pretty hard to get the apps approved and, and get them developed because we knew unless you had the digital wallet, you couldn't really redeem it. Um, and there's other ones out there. Uh, so there's other concepts like I buy local that have launched, but you've got to do paper vouchers or an email and, you know, you're going to lose them. So we said, look, isn't it much better if uh, the local pizza shop does the voucher, you've got the code in your digital wallet, so it's with your smartphone, you just walk in a store, give the number, yep, I'm redeeming my 20 bucks, done, I've still got 100 to go. And that way we're taking away all the effort for these businesses. So I think that was what we said, set ourselves as, as sort of an MVP. So there was a lot of late nights, weekends, a few early mornings, <laughs> trying to, uh, some very early mornings. I think one day it was about 5 a.m. when I finished. <laughs> so it was, you know, get get up and have an hour's sleep and go again. Um, but we thought it was pretty important to launch on that 1st of July, uh, 1st of June, sorry, the um, the date when all the businesses could reopen because we felt if you're starting that journey, now's the time that we need as many people supporting them and supporting local businesses. So we wanted to get a product out that was usable. I think the next iteration is where we start to build out other products and services like we touched on, how do we help them um, easily share through social media? How do we help them connect with more businesses? And we're in discussions with a couple of big corporates about bringing some deals to the marketplace for those special offers that they couldn't get elsewhere. So we're, we're starting to build out that functionality. Um, one of the ones the team's doing this week actually is, uh, and this is a response to you know market feedback, like local business feedback, Restaurants and cafes have to track everybody's name and phone number when you go in, you book in in case there's an outbreak of COVID. Now, like we touched earlier, they're already busy enough. Yeah. You know, they're already they're already trying to run their business, let alone now, you know, you might go in for three coffees each time they have to take your name and phone number, um, which is just slowing, you know, it's staff and labor is some of your biggest costs when you're running food, food businesses. And so we, we're developing a function where, like a check-in function. So if you've got the iBuyLocal app, you go into that cafe, all you do is go, yes, I consent and check in. 
um, and your details get passed across in the event there's a COVID outbreak and they need to report so they don't have to then record it separately. We can just give them that report. So I was like, how can we use technology that we've got to help make these local businesses jobs easier? And so we're, we're looking for those types of things. We're, whenever we can find a way to make a process easier, connect you know, for a local business and a customer or a local business and their suppliers, that's the type of stuff we're really looking to develop so that we, we make their job of running a business. You know, it's hard enough already. We want to take away that hassle. It's another perfect example of partnering with people to deliver a need, right? So, you know, you talk about the the business. There's, there's things change, right? COVID came around. There's needs to um, track people's names and things like that. Now, to a small business, if they had to do that themselves, it just it, it takes someone away from doing what they do best, which is you know provide the service or whatever it is. And even in the telco space, just recently, it was the the new law passed around porting mobiles. Right? We had to do a two port or two step authentication, and we need to go and build that. Right? And so we luckily we have the in house capability to deliver that but I mean a small business that their expertise is delivering a service and now they've got a, a whole new way of capturing details which is you know something they're not used to and having to go and do that takes away the focus of doing what they do right um, you know it reduces revenue it gets people taken out of the, the core every day of what's going on now the, the system of I buy local is delivering that to them without them having to stop their business Right, and so I think it's it's another great value, right? And, and we talk about um, you know putting a database of b- local businesses together and be able to search them, and a, and a, a business be able to broadcast their business. But now I buy local is allowing them technology for them to deliver or do things that they have to do based on whatever the current dynamics are. Yeah. And and look, you, you guys, I mean, yeah, you're providing fantastic internet plans to customers who are shopping and buying the stuff. They're jumping online. And what's what COVID nineteen has done is forced us to pr- probably Absolutely. five years worth of tra- digital transformation or adoption. Absolutely. Yeah, it's happened in five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it used to be oh yeah, it was a bit of a pain to do my my groceries online. It was only a pain when you set it up the first time, yeah. and then after that, it becomes really easy. Or you know, you realise you can get this stuff delivered. And I, and I think making sure that we help local business transition that divide uh, of I'm not online. I've, I've run my whole company physically. It, it's yeah. You know, if you look on a global basis, it's something like only eight percent of business is done through e-commerce. The majority is still physical business. Yeah. And so even though we all feel like we transact everything digitally at the moment, we still do go into shops. We still do visit. The, the problem for a lot of local businesses is they haven't even made that first step of yeah. I've got a website. I know how to interact on social media, be that Facebook or Instagram. I'm using them as a selling tool. They're not just there to post interesting stuff each morning and happening. I'm actually there helping to engage and sell. And so all, all the things that we see big corporates do, local business, and, and in one way, there's never been a better time to run absolutely. a business because all these amazing tools are super cheap and available. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, t- 10 years ago, to set up a website, you were talking millions. You know, it was a, it was a big effort. Now, you know, Shopify, yep. 29 bucks and you're online. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 actually not hard. It's it's that knowledge gap and that fear of or or as you pointed out earlier, I just don't have time to stop and do it. Yeah. And and I think that's where a lot of the local customers are already adopting, you know, why have the delivery platforms or the global voucher companies, you know, the deal of the day type ones, why have they been successful? Is the consumers already there? 
they're, they're using it, they're transacting it, they're comfortable, they've got, you know, we're glued to our smartphones. Yeah. Um, so it's so easy to go, I'll just place an order instead of going, walking to the pizza shop and, you know, placing your order. Um, but we don't think about the downside impact. We don't think about the damage that, you know, the fees they're charging and taking away. I mean, some of, some of the global you know, deal of the day sites take half of the advertised price. So you, you're like 50% commission, you, your, your dollar voucher. The venue might give you $200 worth of value and that venue only realizes 50 bucks. I mean, that's just outrageous. Um, now it's great if you're getting acquisition and bringing new customers, but you know, wouldn't it be better to do that at 5% and you keep the majority? You know, that, that's, that's when we sat back and said, how do we help these businesses? They've, they've got a tough enough time as it is, but the technology's there that's available. They probably don't know how to use it well. So how do we bridge that gap um, and then bring the technology to them and do it in an easy way that they can connect with customers? Because cu customers are ready. They're, they're looking for this stuff. And, I, and I'm yet to meet anyone that says, you know, pay, the idea of paying it forward I want to support that business. I'm happy to do that. You know, I think it's a good idea. That, but again, consumers are struggling to find ways to easily do that. So, um, well, I think I think it's um, we need to businesses these days need to work smarter, not harder, right? And I think uh, there's so many tools and and platforms out there that bring the audience or to the to the to the business. And I think people just need to research it, get involved, and they've got an audience waiting. They're just not there yet. And I think that's a that's a big thing. And I think I buy local is literally doing that. You know, you spoke you, you spoke about spot uh, Smartify before um, Shopify, Shopify. Sorry, not Smartify. There is a, actually there is something called Smartify which we're talking to next week. Um, but uh, Shopify is something that you know creates your online presence and be able to transact shot away. You know, we always talk about um, building fans of our brand, right? But my thing is that we need to build transactional fans. Um, and that's and that's uh, connecting with the brand, but also having a way for them to transact, to transact easily to buy the product that you're selling. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to change gears for a second, Scott, because I love your story and the things that you've done. And, and uh, we, we're obviously entrepreneurs. We're, we're, you know, we're running a business that's taken over our lives and you're obviously running three businesses at the same time and you've uh, obviously had a long career in the corporate world as well. And what, what is the drive that keeps you – what is the thing that keeps you going and, and what's the, how do you get your drive? I, I guess um, it's, a, it's a great question, but I, I guess a long time ago – so my, my, my first job when I was 12 was, you know, newspaper boys to yeah. throw the newspaper and cruise around – uh, the streets of uh, up in Newcastle at that time. Um, and, and then I went into retail. So I worked at Woolworths um, in, a, in a, started in the, in the training, like a training manager. So I had like a cadetship. A and I just really like working with customers, you know, and I remember I had a, a manager at the time. He said, just focus on the customer's needs and everything else will fall into place. You know, don't, don't try and go and win another customer from another business if we've got someone in the store, how do we help them? And the better we meet the needs, the more money, you know, we're, you're going to earn. You're going to earn their custom. And I guess throughout my career, I've always been in customer-facing businesses and, and whether that was in sales roles or, you know, dealing with customers. But, but ultimately, take that example, I'd still be thinking about an end user and my customer and how do I help them meet the customer's needs. So I've always had that career uh, focus. And I guess that's, you know, I, I like to do help build new stuff. We, you know, we, we saw an opportunity where 
it was a gap and we knew a bit about, you know, having come from iSelect, we knew a lot about running two-sided marketplaces. And I guess that was the piece that how do we take what big businesses are doing and bring it down to the local businesses? And, and you know, we're dealing with clients who are struggling with exactly the same problem. And so I've always been one that, I guess, in a way, synthesizes ideas. I see something from somewhere and I, I look at it in a different industry or category and I've worked across lots of different industries and markets and I can see a solution to a problem. And so, I don't know, I guess I've always been a bit of a, you know, how do we fix that? How do we get in there and help out and provide a solution? And if we know there's um, something to your point, you know, we're, we're that partnership concept where we can be a partner in this. How do we do it that we can give access and do it in a way that people, you know, we make it simple. Um, I, I, we just saw an opportunity to really help local business. And, and this, this is not a, what, like I said, it's not a money-making scheme. It was a bit of us, how do we help our local community? How do we help our local businesses and how do we do it for as low as possible? Um, you know, cost so that the business gets the money. Ultimately, that's that's where we saw the opportunity. You know, I, um, the conversations that we had over the last, you know, couple months um, and in talking about your three businesses, you um, you uh, you always say that you start that business because there, somebody needed a solution. And that's what I love about it. You, your ideas, you know, what you've done, you've built your businesses on, on you know, people need a solution for x y and z and and that's how it started and i guess that's your drive right um driving solutions to make businesses be more successful and, and look i i don't see enough unfortunately in this country we just haven't seen enough of the entrepreneur celebrated yeah and you know you, you look at mate yeah i mean you guys started literally in the in the back shed and you you've built an amazing business with friends and family that you know, and, and literally building up out of the back shed yeah. to, to what, you know, massively successful telco nationwide. And, you know, you, you look at iSelect, it was a, it was a very successful business that built from nothing. And I, I don't see enough of that Aussie invention celebrated. Mm. You know, we're, we're a bit of a tall poppy, you know, we like yeah. to cut down to tall poppies, but there's amazing, like as a, as a nation, we punch well above our weight when you look at the types of innovations, you know, Wi-Fi yep. is an Australian invention. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> all of this e-commerce wouldn't be happening without it. So, but but you sit back and you go, well, look at all the local businesses. I mean, that's a huge step, as you guys know, yeah. to start your own business, to take that that risk. Lots of people don't. Lots of people never take the risk of leaving the, I guess, the comfort of a corporate and taking on and realizing, okay, I'm up for now working 24-7. Um, hopefully I can make pay the bills and like i've always just respected that you know the the harder you work the luckier you get uh, and local business personifies that you know local businesses are the ones that are working hard seven days a week and you know I, I, we want to just help them be successful because the more they're successful the more the rest of us are successful exactly. i mean I, I look at it and go you know if we can help these companies grow we know we'll win business hopefully uh, with amplifier you know, yeah. so we'll help them do their digital marketing. And that, that's awesome. We can yeah. do that. You know, it's, it's, again, it's that the concept of in, in this day and age, uh, I think you referred to it earlier around the partnership, but it's almost like that network of other businesses you deal with, the better you get that group of companies around you or, or small businesses that help you, you know, get a great accountant, make sure you've got someone who can do the books, um, you know, get great suppliers and, and people that you can rely on to deliver the, the products. 
you know, get a great banking partner, someone local that can help you again manage those times. The, the better you connect all those pieces of the puzzle, the better your business is going to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone thinks about the product, but they forget all the other stuff you have to do running a company. Um, and it, you know, it doesn't change whether you're running a, an ASX listed company or the local um, news agents, just the number of zeros. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to serve a customer. You still got to do the ATO expects you to do all the same stuff. Um, you know, you still got to market your business. You still got to account for it, run a profit and loss, a balance sheet. It, it's all there. Um, just the zeros change quite dramatically. <laughs> so Scott, uh, how easy is it for small businesses to get involved and what do they need to do? Look, it's really easy. If they just go to um, ibuylocal.com.au, you jump on, and that can be a, a local consumer, so any of your, your amazing customers, um, if they want to support a local business, um, you go to the same spot, web address, www.ibuylocal.com.au. You can register your business, and you go through a, a process where we ask for ABN, details or if you've got a website, your opening hours, facilities, um, any of the like photos, so maybe your brand and some of the images around your company, and then your bank account details, and that's only so we can pay you when we, you know, we take the voucher money, we then deposit it straight into your bank account. Um, once you've got your business registered and that that's been approved to go online, then you simply go on and start creating specials. So you can create, like I said, you might have those coffee vouchers or a, you know, buy a hundred dollar. Get 150, whatever the voucher the, the the local business wants to create, and and again that's you can create as many, so you can be as creative as you like. Now for for consumers, you go to the same site. Um, you simply type in the service you're looking for, and the postcode, so where you live. So it's, it, we've designed it for locals everywhere, um, and that way, if it's in your local area and you want to you know support the companies within your local community, your local neighbourhood, um, it's really easy to search by postcode. But again, when you're traveling away and you want to do it, you know, like we've just had the Queen's birthday long weekend in New South Wales, Vic, SA, um, I, I went away for the weekend. You jump on board and you can then search what, what local businesses. Now, I'd, I'd also encourage, if you know, because we often know um, someone who's running a local business, um, or we've got friends and family, you know, encourage them to jump on board. Yeah. You know, send it to them, get them to register. Um, tell them it's easy because... The, the more we collectively do it, the more that we're helping I buy local, um, keeping the money in our local businesses, the more our whole neighbourhoods you know, will, will foster and, and thrive. Yeah, well, to our customers, we're going to send you something very soon uh, with information on how you can get involved. But, I mean, it's, you know, ibuylocal.com.au. Get on board. It's supporting all local business. It's giving you an easy way to broadcast your business. And as a consumer, it's giving you an easy way to support your local business as well. Um, Scott, really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we love supporting local business. That's what we are as well. Um, I love your passion and how you keep going and you know, it really resonates with us. And so, look, thanks for your time. And, and we'll definitely, I think we'll get you in in maybe in a couple of months to get a bit of an update of how the business is going. I think our, our listeners would love to hear about that. But for the moment, thanks for joining and we'll see you soon. That'd be awesome. And don't, don't forget to download the app. Download the app. Enjoy right. the, uh, the app store. Right. Awesome. Thanks, gents. Really appreciate the support. Thanks. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Let's Be Mates podcast by the team at Mates. Search for the Let's Be Mates podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube and at letsbemates.com.au. Hit subscribe to get the latest episode each week. 
For all your telco needs, choose a provider you can trust like a mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au, Google Mate, or call us on 13 14 13 to sign up today. See you soon, mate.